0: Hello and welcome to Assertive Radiance. I am your host, Nadia Fleury. And today's episode, A New Beginning. I've got to celebrate this because it's episode 100. I can't believe, you know, I started this two years ago. And it was, I remember it was November and I was recording and practicing from November till February before I actually released the first episode. So I was like really getting my voice ready and what am I gonna talk about and there was a lot of trauma going on back then because my ex-husband had just had a stroke and oh man there was so much going on in my life and there was a lot of tension and I had to gradually learn to to purge away what was no longer supporting me and it took two years and now episode 100 I get to begin again from this new place. It is bliss to be in that place of that inner knowing. It's like, I'm going to, okay, I'm going to be concrete. I'm going to give you an example of what's going on in my life so that you understand what I'm talking about here. So, for example, I created a skincare product years ago. And so I created the formula. And so that this was my journey. You know, I got tired. I had breakouts. I was, you know, breakouts in the sense that I had acne as a teenager and all these uh, troubled pores would just keep on clogging. So that means that in my 30s, I would just have maybe five, six zit coming here and there. But still, it was too many. One, one zit, it was one zit too many. My my skin is genetically prone to create more oil and that caused a lot of problem. So it goes to show that yes, the genetic part has forced me to do something to empower my life. And I've been using my own cream for more than two years. And this is the part that I want to share with you. I was not promoting it. I was not selling it. I use it. I love it. I cannot live without it. And yet, i cannot share it i cannot i cannot push it out there in the big world what was stopping me my mindset and i'm going to share with you the a key factor as an example but there's many of them but there's a big key factor that that got revealed to me for example we tend to replicate the dynamic we had with our parents and these things Oftentimes, those mindset and those, those false belief runs in our the back of our mind without conscious. We don't, we don't realize it. It stops us. It bugs us down, but we don't know. It's just like a, a computer virus. You know, computer is slow. Nothing works. You're trying to open a program and it doesn't, but you just think it just doesn't work, right? But you don't think, oh my God, what if I have a virus, right? And it's the same with our brain. We don't think, what if I have a virus? We just assume this is it. Now, hear me out. This is what happened. So I had my dad on one side, who I think is best if I tell you the story, that way you can connect a little bit more and perhaps you actually live something similar. So my mom and dad were born right after the depression. So that mean in in early 1930s. And so they live in a, a time where it was tough from, an, from a place of economy and, and it, there was a lot of hardship. And they're in Canada, so they're dealing with hot, harsh weather also. So my dad lost his mom when he was seven. Right there, there's a trauma right there. He lost his mom when he was seven. And there was a lot of little children be, behind him because he was the oldest and he was seven. His father, so my grandfather remarried a woman who had also seven kids. So suddenly, in the house, there's no longer seven kids, there's 14 kids. Now remember, we're back in the 30s, there's no fridge, there's no accommodation, and my dad's father was drinking. So there's alcoholism going on as well. So I can just imagine the frustration. Nevertheless, the stepmother... Were prioritizing her seven kids before she would focus on the other seven kids, which eventually became a problem. Like eventually, the 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 seven kids from my grandfather got separated, and they are some of them went to live with other family members because they were not well treated in the house. So there was a lot of abuse there, and one of the things that the stepmother was doing was to make sure that it, she was using means to make money. So she actually had dispatched my dad at maybe 11, 12 to go work in the farm so that and, and she had arranged with the farmer that the money would not go to my dad, the money would go to her. So what happened with his own mindset because at one point he got frustrated with that and at, I think at 14 he left and he never came back. So he told himself, I will never give money to a woman. So this played a big role when he was married with my mom, because now he did not want to give her any money, because as far as he's concerned, all the money is, his. but she has five kids to take care of, and there's no money because she's not working. She's staying, she's a stay-at-home mom. So that caused a lot of friction. So it allows for her to blame him and it allows for him to spend all the money before he makes it home and it created this dynamic. Now, of course, you're going to say, what's that has to do with me and my growth? Well, it has to do everything because on one side, I'm not generating the money and on the other side, I'm blaming myself and I'm playing along those two things. So this is in the back of my head where I'm not conscious that it's playing game with me what I'm conscious is that I'm hiding I don't dare playing the the big me you know I'm just and this we're back in 2015 when all this happened so going back with the skincare which is a product that you know a fantastic product works great especially if you have oily skin prone to acne this is the product that will actually really help you out the thing is So I have it, it's mine, (laughs) I paid a lot for this and I cannot promote it because I'm playing small and I'm hiding. Now on one side I do want to be successful but on the other side the unconscious me is sabotaging myself. But I'm not aware of the unconscious, I just know about the conscious. So I keep going step by step and of course with a company I never did it before so I'm learning as I go along. The thing is that I have the courage to keep on moving one step further, and I keep asking questions. At one point, so I was ready to print the packaging, and I wanted to make sure that all my copy was correct. You know that that was proper, and and I so I seeked out a a company. This like a attorney that helps to make sure that the all the copy is falls within the rules with the government. And and so I gave her all my literature, and let's just say that 90% of what I was talking about was, as far as she's concerned, not the right thing to say. Because what happened is I created a product that competed with the over-the-counter medicine for acne medicine. So I was creating a spot treatment cream without the acne medicine in it. Because what happened is when I went to school, when I went to UCLA and I was learning about the right ingredient to use, I've learned a lot of things and the FDA and the way they make the rules for acne medicine was established in 1938. I mean, we are almost 2020. There's a lot has happened since. New information has come in place, but the law hasn't changed. Well, I certainly don't have my pocket deep enough to fight with the law, with the government. So what happened in 2015 when I got the report from the lawyer and she said, you cannot use any of these words because you're actually making a claim that you are providing an acne cream. But the thing is that acne is a disease. And because you don't have the right ingredient for that, you cannot say any of these words words and these are the buzz words by the way the acne and, and treatment and spot treatment cream and all these things. The thing though is that me as a business I have a choice. I have a choice to listen to what the regulatory affair says or not or I can do some between. I mean there is a lot of things that is happening and it's part of marketing to decide what word are we going to use for and you know like Sometimes you hear like um, they got fined and they had to pay so much money because of not using the claim the right way. The thing though is that there's a strategy behind it because there's a cost. They have to. They may have to pay two, three million dollar, but they may have made thirty million dollar. So for them, it's a no-brainer because they understand. You know they've done it before and all this. However. Me on my own, with very little money to play with, I want to play safe. I don't want to the government to put me into a position where I have to pay $30 million on a fine, right? But in the back of my mind, I have a mindset also to sabotage myself. So what it did is, oh well, I cannot write any of this stuff that that she says I cannot write, and therefore... I'm going to play small. So I used the report from the regulatory affair as an excuse to not share my message. What I didn't dare do before was to tell the truth, to tell the truth from a place of science. Anyhow, the whole story of what I'm saying here is this. Up until last week, I limited my way of reaching out to people to share what I have created because I was playing safe and small. And having this new beginning, coming from this new place, I learned to put my my creative spin into what I've created. My creative spin put me into that zone of genius where within, I think it took me about three days to revamp my whole website, not, not the NadiaFlurry.com, but the uh, Avesance.com, the skincare website. I revamped it. I mean, I created the whole new feel to it, the new graphic and everything. I'm actually amazed that I can do it. And there lies this new beginning. So it took me 100 episodes of me purging the old me And as I'm purging, I'm sharing my growth, it took me two years, 100 episodes, to finally begin again from a place which I call success. I now can say that I have achieved success because success is a state of mind. And in that place, anything can be created. It's just an amazing place. Will I get problems coming up my way? Absolutely, because that's part of life. We're always going to get turbulence, no matter what, because that's what life is. The challenge is how I'm dealing with the turbulence. Do I let it affect me or not? Do I let it drag me down? You see, two years ago, any little drop of something could take me two weeks to come around. I'd be crying, I'd be feeling sorry for myself, I and it would take me two weeks to come around. And this is why, in some ways, I was looking as to why I was procrastinating. I found out that procrastination is basically a state of mind, because in that place of fog where you're fearing something, your mind is so busy focusing on what you're going to lose that it cannot give you that place of creativity. And But when you're creative, when you wake up and you say, oh, my God, I am now the CEO of a $6 million company. What do you do in the morning when you wake up and you know that you are the CEO of a company that is generating $6 million? Well, I can tell you what you're going to do is you're going to get up in the morning and you're just going to be so excited to show up and be there and and. And do something creative, knowing that you have all this ability first to create, but also that you hire people, that you can get them to have a job. You're helping the economy. You're helping everyone. And that is what it is for me. Begin again from a new place. I now begin again as the CEO of a $6 million company. And I get to begin again with all the knowledge that I have acquired in the last 10 years. And now I can release the skincare to make sure that everyone who is affected by oily, acne prone skin can actually find this product and enjoy it. Because that's what it was created for. It took me two years to just come around and be able to share that. But no matter what it took me, what matters is that I have arrived and I'm allowing myself to begin again. And this is the part that I'm sharing with you. This is my story from my perspective. However, 2020 is around the corner and now you get to think where do you want to begin again? From what new place do you want to create? What do you want to get rid of that is not helping you? On this note, I'm leaving you to think about what's the best next step for you and where does that lead you in your life. Just remember, we are always going to be faced with turbulence. What matters is how you deal with it on a daily basis. Are you letting events push you around? Press your buttons? Do you react to situation and you feel like it's their fault and you made me angry kind of thing? Or do you take responsibility and say, you know what, thank you for sharing, but this is not for me, and you move on? In conclusion to this episode, as you can see, I'm pretty passionate about my journey and what I have accomplished. Now, it's up to you to take what I've been through, and convert that for yourself. How would this apply to you? Where do you want to be tomorrow? Where do you want to be next year? Allow yourself to begin again from a new place by letting go of things that are no longer supporting you. Sometimes it takes time. So begin today for a new you tomorrow. would be kind of cool, wouldn't it? And this is what I'm wishing for you. I hope this episode was helpful. And if you do have any questions or comments, go ahead and reach out, ask at NadiaFleury.com. And thank you so much for listening. You have a fabulous day. If you feel this information could help a friend, please share it. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out at ask at NadiaFleury.com.